episode 24 of nerd speak i am ted and with me is my nephew brendan hello nerd nation and my brother brian hola and as always we want to start off our podcast by thanking our patreon members and we recently had two very special patreon members in here with us uh cory leads the way as a godfather and he gave us a very nice video this week. Yeah. Did you like that? You can head over to our Facebook and check out his new Unleashed uh, edition. He's got it going on over there. That Chewbacca figure is so dope. It is. And your comment made me just want to go back and argue about Chewbacca's <laughs> shooting again. I was hoping maybe we could get some like dialogue going on the on I actually the watched that last night. Is it good? And that whole scene, just I just happened to click on right when that scene was playing. And watched it. And then subsequently watched right after he made the shoot, shot on him, how he runs through the place shooting at stormtroopers mm-hmm. along the way. And his aim and accuracy is about the same with most of the stormtroopers. Okay. Unless he's like right up on them, there's only one that gets it to the chest. And he's about eight feet away. The rest are all like side shots and shoulder shots. and just um, a lot of emotion going on there. That's right. Poor, poor Wookiee. <laughs> and then we also have to thank uh, Ginger and Wendy with their uh, continued support as well. And we had them in here last week, and I think that was a pretty good, fun podcast. That was a lot of fun. They got yeah. a lot more knowledge about the Smurfs than yeah, who knew? I ever thought I would get. <laughs> and... Who knew there was that much to uh, the Smurfs? So... My mom, Ginger, got the first uh, lightning round versus questions. Yeah, and I think that uh, was pretty cool as well. <laughs> that, was a lot, that was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I'm glad I got to be here for that one. Yeah. Because yeah. initially she was supposed to get that when I was gone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we came up with it. Because there was just so many verses for her. Yeah. So I think that's a good idea. Um, so we're going to start this week. Or, uh, we'll get into our versus question. And uh, this week, because uh, we've got Indie Comic Con coming up, and we had the big announcement of Val Kilmer yeah. is going to join us here in the Circle City for Comic Con. So we're going to do our uh, Val Kilmer flicks. So, Brian, for you, I've got Real Genius versus The Saint. Hmm. Two favorites. Real Genius was cool because that was early in his career. Maybe yeah. super early in his Maybe career. Maybe second movie right after uh, Top Secret. Top Secret. Yeah. And these Have you like, seen Top Secret? I haven't seen Top Secret. I've oh seen my Real God. Genius. <laughs> these were like. You wouldn't understand. These were, yeah, these were like live action Disney movies, right? Or am I wrong in that? No. Uh, these weren't like the computer that wore television. No, 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 no. I thought these were like in line with those curves. Top Secret was done by the same guys who did Airplane. Okay. Uh, An Airplane 2. Electric Some Brothers, right? Yeah. Anyway, and so it is just like total spit take, stupid. 
Oh, can't funny, be, campy humor, like ridiculousness. Gotcha. And he plays a U.S. spy who goes to Germany and undercover as a pop star. You know, kind of like an Elvis. <laughs> and it is just some of the things. I mean, and that came out like when I was a kid, like mid '80s. Yeah. And just like some of the stuff, I'm just amazed that they could get away with it. So. What do you mean, like technologically or no, like thematically? Launch. Okay. You know. Yeah, well, dude, it's like. What. E.T. the Extraterrestrial is rated PG. Yeah. First five minutes, his younger brother calls him penis breath. <laughs> I was watching that in kindergarten. It was just like, what does that even mean? You know the first PG-13 movie? Was uh, Jaws, wasn't it? No. 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 That was R straight up. That was was it? Yeah. Okay. It was uh, Temple of Doom. So really? Pretty quick. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so anyway, back to the topic of Anne Bryan. Real genius. Very young, very early Val Kilmer versus The Saint, which I think that was more of his heyday. Oh, yeah. yeah that, was, that was hitting the stride there. Yeah. I mean, The Saint is by far and away one of my wife's and I's favorite movies. It's one of those movies we'll watch every time it's on. I think that was our first real introduction to Moby as well, wasn't it? Oh, was on it? the soundtrack. Oh. Yeah. I remember I, when yeah, I got that soundtrack. Band, cool dance electronica and stuff. And you may not know this, there used to be like plastic brown discs that music used to come on. Are you high? I was <laughs> born in the 80s. And you'd have to slide it into a player? Yeah, sorry my futuristic car disc. doesn't come with one, but yeah. It's a great soundtrack, which always is paramount in a good movie. Great and soundtrack. Then good bad guy. Good bad guy. That was, um, I don't know his name, but the main bad guy, he was in a uh, foreign film that I had to watch in college. It was just awesome. But I've always yeah. liked that dude. He yeah, shows up in good. Batman Begins. And, He's and I used to song. watch The Saint like at 11.30 at night. Like the, 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 TV version, show? the TV show, the English version, when I was a kid and shouldn't have been up that late. Watched it with Dad. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was based on a television show? Yeah, yeah, so I was a big fan of it already. So that was that was it. Real Genius was fun, you know, kind of in the line of weird science and and those kind of movies. And right, it wasn't nearly as goofy as Top Secret. Yeah, it wasn't nearly as goofy. It had a pretty good, you know, fun message and stuff about, you know... College. College and geniuses and whatnot. And he plays a kind of fun character, but I'm going to go with Saint all day long. You know why I would go with the Saint? A little bit of shoe. <laughs> that girl is so fine. Yeah. Yeah, only downside it was not... There was no boobage. Oh. <laughs> But you, uh, got, you had the new Volvo that, that was in there. That yeah, was a big deal. Yeah. I remember that. Lots of new toys. Okay. And going back and watching it now, you're just like, that was a cell phone. Yeah, like, right. Like, you had, the, you had the cell phone where it looked like a Nokia. Yeah, like the Nokia. You flipped it open, flipped it open and open. there was the keyboard. It's like, <laughs> wow. Yeah, you had all this high-tech computer stuff, and it's now it's just like, you know, boat anchor stuff. So, yeah. So, absolutely. So, Brennan. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Ooh. Versus the Island of Doctor Moreau, the remake. Ah, uh, yeah, the one with uh, Marlon and uh, David Thewlis. Uh I personally think Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is his greatest fucking film. Really? Like, if you have not seen it, he puts on a stellar performance. After like a couple of like, he had you know Heat and The Saint and mm-hmm. all those like around like what early two thousands, late nineties. So I felt yeah. like was kind of his like big time. Sure. And then he fell off the face of the fucking planet and then came back with this and, like, blew me out of the water. Like, yeah, I mean, this was kind of like a 
he, he did come back and everybody was praising him and, and then like it could have been kinda, like, like I, I never I, I, I guess I never really knew his comedic performances like the funniest performance I thought he had was Batman <laughs> so I wasn't used to like his comedy mm-hmm. and so it just like blew me out of the water well I mean you gotta think that's where he first got his yeah, that's what that's what you guys are yeah. I mean yeah, Top Batman. Secret and uh, Real Genius so. right and so being that I hadn't uh, but I, I would go. Well, I mean, was comic his relief in Top Gun. I mean, yeah. I, was he comic <laughs> relief in Top Gun? Is that what you're gonna call him? Uh, Abrams and Zucker. They yeah. That's who did Top Secret. I'd be shocked for not knowing that. Uh, but I do have to say I loved The Island of Dr. Moreau. That was really. I, I loved it. I that's it was, one movie that like generally gets panned. It does, but it, you also have to think that it came out when I was like. That was one 10, movie that 11. wasn't a huge improvement over the original. Yeah, you know the I mean, just with with the uh, the special effects and makeup and stuff, yeah. wasn't all that much better than the original. But it got Frank it opened better. the door for the book for me. It opened the door for the original for me. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Like my mom let me watch it and then explained, like kind of where it came from. And so then I like hunted it out, and it was like one of the first H.G. Wells books I bought you know, or got into, and uh, and then that opened a whole other door, and so... I forgot that uh, Feruza Balk was in it. Oh, yeah, old girl plays the cat lady. <laughs> Ron Perlman? He's in it? Well, he yeah. plays every animal-faced actor character. Sayer yeah. of the law. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, for me, I'd have to go Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Nice. And that was a, um... Shane Black. Shane Black. He wrote and directed it? Yeah. Okay. And then did Iron Man 3. And then did Iron Man 3. Well, there you go. There's the nerd connection. Uh, Ted uh-huh. will give you Tombstone versus Top Gun. It's, it, to me, Tombstone. 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 All day long. <laughs> I mean, I, I remember going to see that in the theater and absolutely loved it. And still love it to this day. It's mm-hmm. one of those movies that if it's on, I'm watching it. Okay. Like, I'll stop cleaning the house and watch it. <laughs> I'm sure your wife loves that. <laughs> um, you know, I've owned it on every form of whatever movie form is out there. Blu-ray, DVD, digital. So, yeah. it's um, And you can't beat his performance. I think that was probably one of the biggest robberies. Os- like, nominate or award did, robbery. Did he not get nominated at all? He or? didn't get nominated at all. Oh, really? That, that was cool. Pretty that, sure. That was great. He was a great character. That was just um, a great ensemble cast. Well, yeah. I mean, you can't... Kurt Russell, just him and his mustache walking around, eating <laughs> everything up. But, I mean, Val Kilmer was the, the highlight of that. I mean, okay. He just, he makes that. Yeah, it's been Circle. a while since I've seen it. Top Circuit really? was his first movie. Yeah, I would... I've just I've never been opposed to what my dad loves. I've never been a big Western guy. It transcends Western. Yeah, I have to say that it does. So, um, the one thing, uh, hands down, Tombstone for me. Okay. And that's why I got I'm super excited about him coming to Comic Con. Yeah, we are so bringing those little cups. Yeah. <laughs> see if we I gotta can practice. Get him to do the. We so what are these cups? Yeah. Mom, mom got us for Christmas. Like, yeah. uh, she got everybody little, little copper shot glasses that have got like a handle. He keeps and it the, looks just like the one that he... In the movie, he keeps one and 
twirls around. One guy wants to Johnny. The bad guy, Johnny wants to have a showdown with him, so he pulls out his little cup and he does you know, the little like gun, gun twirling twirls. stuff. And he goes like this, and he goes to the left, and to the right, and does the whole thing. Now, is this a Moscow Mule cup? Or no, 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 smaller than that. It's about the size of a shot glass. Okay. Like something a, you know, a cowboy might have. I'll show them to you. Okay. So, yeah, I get him to sign that. Yeah, I, I was asking Brandy. I'm like, how do you get him to sign a copper cup? Sharpie. Would it stay? It should. You could then spray some like adhesive over it. I told her I'll bring my. Uh, the battery-operated engraver I got, and have a piece yeah. of that. You might yeah. solder uh, it in your hands this real quick. Yeah. So, um, but the one thing though about Val Kilmer that I absolutely love, a little piece of trivia. You've seen True True Romance, right? Oh yeah, his little cameo on that. Well, he plays uh, Elvis. Yeah. And which I always thought was pretty awesome. A little fun, a little fun fact for that. So. You might know what he's weighing in at these days. I haven't seen him recently. And he got pretty heavy there. That he's, that he's lost a lot of weight. And then... Well, that was the thing, that he put on a ton of weight and then lost it for Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Mm-hmm. He got like... And then kind of got big again, which, I mean, whatever. Sure, I mean, we're not here to body shame. I'm not, I'm not hating on the man. He can do what he wants, but I think it may limit on some of his popularity. So we'll see. I mean, his last credits were Robot Chickens <laughs> a couple of years ago. <laughs> I think he. I think we're in for a uh, Kilmerzance here soon. Do you think so? Yeah, a Val Renaissance. All right, Brian. What was the last movie you saw besides Chips? Of course. Oh, uh, did you see it? We saw it. Uh, we were going to see something different, and oh, we were going to see Boss Baby, and thank God it was oh, sold out. God. Really? Yeah, it was sold out. Well, Terry wanted to see it. And then we were going to go see Ghost in the Shell the next night. That didn't happen because it sold out. So anyway, Friday night we saw chips. I just have not been in a I situation. box office was going to be very strong this week. Well, it's selling out at the AMC because they have now these new big recliner shares that limits the number of seats. Uh, these so, garbage-ass rules. So you have to you know, get your seats ahead of time, like way ahead of time. And if it's only showing one screen or two... You know, those those shares will sell fast. And I have to say, I love my ANC. Friday night, complete shit show in there. You know, they they, they switched over to those, you know, those Coke machines that you can press buttons yeah. and get whatever uh, you want. Whatever they call them, freestyle. 400 different flavors. Yeah, yeah. so the first thing I want to do, I, I was going to do, was, I was going to get a frozen Coke. I was gonna, I'm going to get a frozen Coke taken in the movie. It's my movie treat. All the frozen machines are down. <laughs> they haven't been maintaining those. You know, keeping them going. They're all melted out. So my like, I'll take a regular coat. So they sell me a regular coat, along with everybody else in line. Oh, the first thing is I went to the premiere thing, the premiere line where you're supposed to go out the and stubs, get yeah. and stuff so you can get served right away. Right. Uh-huh. Nobody's there. Mm. They've got the gate set up, send you right there, stand in this line, sign. <laughs> They're help the two other people are helping everybody else in the other line, looking at me, acknowledging I'm there, not doing anything. Finally a guy comes over ten minutes later, Can I help you? And I said, Yeah, I like a coat. Tells me my Coke. Go get the Coke. Every one of those Coke machines are down, and they knew it. <laughs> they knew it the entire time. They could not serve anything, and they're selling everybody drinks. So now you got this big pile up of people pissed off because they spent $7 for a Coke that they can't get. Yeah. And they're saying, well, you can get water. And they're like, yeah, that's not Water's what I came here for. So Why don't you just go to the bar? So I went to the, so I went to the manager. <laughs> I said, hey, what is going on here? 
oh, we're busy. And I go, I understand that, but you're still selling drinks that people can't get. Right. Why don't you stop and get the things fixed? Well, yeah. they should be fixed in like 15, 20 minutes if you want to wait. So I'm like, because that's I'll how be missing a movie up, that right? I just came and paid for. Right. Son of a so bitch. even by the time I get out of the movie, still not working. Wow. It, so, but it, mostly it was the manager's attitude about the whole thing that was just a complete disappointment. Totally like blase. Oh, he was just a complete dick about it. And I hope he's listening. <laughs> I don't know. As long as they got Tim, I'll keep going. But yeah. no, Tim's awesome. And Tim was—I mean, Tim wasn't there, and it was just a complete shit show. Well, that's why it fell apart. We're, that's we're, right. We're shorthanded, and the ticket scanner thing wasn't working. Nothing was working in the place. Huh? They were—they were, they were manually just looking at your electronic ticket and going, "Oh yeah, go ahead. It's in that theater." Well, they got to do a better job with the online stuff because it just bottlenecks so bad right there. Yeah. yeah so. Well, yeah. So, anyhow. Anyway, but and just... I feel you because in my old age, I am getting to the point now where I don't want to deal with the freaking crowd and the people and, like, yeah. you know what? I'll go see a movie in the afternoon before well, everybody love... shows up. I am glad to pay for that Premier Stubbs Reward membership because yeah, I can it... walk right. I, I always buy my tickets on my phone. I've got them ahead of time. I know what seat I'm sitting in now. I walk right by everybody, show it to Tim. Thing never works, but he lets me go in. <laughs> but everything failed that night. It was a complete disaster. So anyway, went and saw Chips. All right, so how was Chips? Absolutely fucking awesome. Good. Really? Good. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. I feel like Michael Pena just bumps up anything that he's <laughs> Michael Pena was like off. The chain, Michael Pena. <laughs> it was the the whole thing with him and women in yoga pants. Yeah, was completely hysterical. <laughs> he played it to you the nines. It. <laughs> I mean, the story was great. It they didn't they didn't overplay that it was a remake of a TV show. They didn't. It had its own plot. It had its own story. They didn't try to hear too much of the old one. Mm-hmm. The original Pod shows up. Um, what about the other guy? It, uh, he didn't. There was some sort of uh, bad blood there for some odd reason. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I don't know. Eric show. I couldn't remember if he was alive. I thought maybe he, he died. Okay. But the the guy who played uh, the new uh, John. Uh, Dak Shepard. Oh, it is Dak? So yeah. he directed and wrote it, too? He, directed, yeah. he wrote and directed it. Okay. Yeah. So um, he was he was hysterical. <laughs> he was great. I mean, just... Everything about it, you could tell these guys just had a blast making this movie. Yeah. I mean, it was just it was just pure fun, and yeah, no Oscars coming, but just <laughs> just lots of you know cool little things tucked in and there, here and there, and you know his wife plays his wife, and and. Uh, uh, do you see it? Oh, like... Michael Pena just, I mean, he's just. So, was it show. worth the uh, 15 bucks you plunked down? Yeah, whatever it was. Well, not much, <laughs> but, but, yeah, it was absolutely worth it. It made my night. I mean, I was just I was so glad we saw it. Uh, last movie you saw? Me? Yeah, you. Uh, so, I am gearing up for the uh, Fate of the Furious. So, I've been going back and marathoning the uh, entire series. I do have to give it to you. The first three are a little rough. First one's good. The first one's one, no, first one's one, great. First one was great. The second game. one was bleh. And the third one. Was the third horrible. one was pretty dope. I dug it. Like I dig the idea. Is that the drifting. Tokyo Drift? Yeah. Okay. When he drifts, it just needs to be its own up, movie. It, well, it's actually the one that like starts to tie everything back together, and then four brings it. Four's the one that like fucks up the timeline. 
because then Han is in it, and he's like, Ooh, or it's uh, just Fast and Furious. Just, just Fast and Furious, and it does. And then it's Fast Five, and then Fast and Furious Six, and so on. Too fast, too furious. Too fast for y'all. But after I got done watching Fast and Furious last night, I did, uh, I rented Burn. So you're up to four. I'm up to four right now. The family video didn't have uh, Fast Five. Ooh, and he he was just as upset as I was, and I was like, this is why I keep coming back here. He was like, yeah, he's like, I'm going to have to talk to another store, see who's got an overflow of them. And I was like, well, get it here before the weekend, sir. Burnt. That was... <laughs> but that was the uh, Chef movie that Bradley Cooper was in. Oh, like years ago. Sienna. No, no like, like last, last year. year. Oh, I'm thinking of the TV show he did on Fox. That was like years ago. Yep. No, it's like on HBO right now. No. This is Burnt thing. What? Uh, years ago, he was on a TV show that was on Fox where he played like a sous chef for somebody else. Bradley Cooper? Yeah, and he was like the comic relief. Go Talk okay. about Burnt. Okay, well, I, I got know. you right here. I okay. dug it. Uh, I dig it a lot. I mean, storyline, like I'm not, I've worked in two like pretty big restaurants and I've never ever had a chef act like that. And so I don't know like who he was trying to like impersonate or where he was going, but I did see that Mario Vitale was an executive producer in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was interesting. Uh, the food, though, was just fucking beautiful looking. <laughs> and so it's like, I would watch that movie again just to see that. Sex in the City? Kitchen uh, Confidential. That's oh. what it was. Suck it. Okay. <laughs> Jack Bourdain. Okay. I had no idea about that. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I, I, like, I, I really you know, liked I remember it. that he was in Wedding Crashers? I do know that. Oh, yeah. He's a dickbag that gets punched. <laughs> it was that and Alias that really made me like, I just don't like this asshole. Well, how the Americans and then I was like, yeah, he gets everything <laughs> he deserves in that. Uh, but yeah, Bird was pretty good. I enjoyed it. And you I like can't it? wait to get Fast Five. I'm not saying I've heard good things. It's worth a watch. I know it's you was in Yeah. You guys are too much. Yep, there you go. Bad Boy Chef runs wild in his New York City eatery. They lasted like six episodes, right? Uh, one season. I'm going to have to watch the trailer for that later. 13 yeah. episodes. Oh, Nicholas Brendan was in it? Yeah, he plays his buddy. Okay. Jamie King, I think, is like his on and, on and off again girlfriend. Bonnie Somerville. I, I remember Josh watching Hill? it. And, yeah. I remember watching it. It was pretty enjoyable. Franklin Jella? Yeah. Wow. I think he's a uh, food critic. Yeah. Gotcha. Anyway, so you're going to have a little Bradley Cooper marathon going on eventually. <laughs> mm, well, I doubt that. But... I doubt that. Ted, what about you? Uh, I woke up last Sunday morning early before everybody, and I worked on my the Lego Sea Cow, and I watched Monsters vs. Aliens. Is that good? I still never saw that. You never saw <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty good. hilarious, dude. Reese Witherspoon, Seth Rogen, Hugh, Seth Rogen, Hugh Laurie, uh, Will Arnett, um, please Bob, Rain Phillips, or Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. That's right. Rain Wilson. He's the bad guy. Oh, nice. Um, Paul Rudd. Really? Yeah. I mean, there's a ton of people, and like, I, I like caught it like. 15 minutes into it, but now that we have the X1 platform, 
I can restart any show at any time. Okay. So I just like hit the restart button, watched it, and then uh, Mad Max Fury Road came on after it. I watched it <laughs> again. So. Yeah, it sounds like the same cast as Sausage Party, only they did a better movie. <laughs> no, no, not, not even same ballpark. So, but yeah, Mad Max again, and but yeah, I haven't been to the theater for a good minute. I think saving up for Comic Con and um, yeah. waiting for the, the Guardians we got coming out. So maybe that'll be the next big one. What? You're not gonna be here, am I right? Yeah, I'll, I won't be here, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to see it. Motherfucker! Are you going to wait for me? No, sure I am not. All not right, now. That's fine. Son of a bitch. If, if you want to wait and go see it, no, I'll that wait. was cold as ice, motherfucker. I just assumed you two were going to go and see it. No. Well, I, I appreciate it. You know it. what you do when you assume things. Well, you know, I saw Avengers in Aruba. Yeah, you did, asshole. And you know how shitty I was about that. Ugh. I don't remember these. What are we'll go with that. Was this Guardians? Yeah. Not be for Guardians? yeah. Thanks for paying attention to your own podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right, let's yeah, move on to uh, Box Easy. Office Leaders, which inexplicably was Boss Baby. $50.1 million over the weekend. I didn't really think Brian explained this to me. I, I mean, you, you were going to go see it. Well, I, I, it, the, it's gotten good reviews, and it's doing, and it had a lot of stuff going in. I just, I didn't see the appeal of the movie from the trailer and that standpoint, but everybody was on spring break still, and they'd already seen Beauty and the Beast. I don't know. I mean, like, I, like as an adult, I would want to go see it just because I'm excited about all, Alec Baldwin all the time. But it was just like that, like, I was even like, that's definitely going to, that I'm waiting yeah. to rent that. Yeah, there was a movie that just didn't seem like it was going to be all that successful, and it was. I hear it just, like, really tugs at the heartstrings. Oh, yeah? From every, like, mom status that I had to read on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, it was really good. Power Rangers didn't really uh, do much to put a dent in their budget. No. But Ghost in the Shell at least beat them, so. Yeah, so Ghost in the Shell came out, and it came out on... On in the third with uh, just over eighteen and a half million, Beauty and the Beast stays strong, forty five. Forty five. Almost, almost to four hundred million U.S. Yeah. So that's obviously the on a hundred sixty million dollar budget. Damn. That that's the biggest release so far this year. Dude, Get Out on its what fourth fifth week out? Sixth. Uh, sixth. sixth? Did more than its budget this fucking weekend. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. I've got to see that damn movie. Yeah, I think I don't think we're going to be seeing a chip sequel though. Wife did not do very well. No. I think that was kind of doomed from the jump. I don't, yeah. I don't think they're going to hit budget. I just don't think anybody is interested in Ryan Reynolds unless he's got that suit on right now. Somebody just think that's Suffering a little. Oh, I think he's. I think he has like climaxed. This is, this is now Ryan Reynolds plateaued. Like it will not probably go higher than here. I think he's he's got a couple more things coming out before Deadpool two, which is we're still a year year away from that. A year, I think at least a year. But I'm telling you, like I don't feel like it's going to be that big March tent pull next year that Brian keeps talking about. (laughs) I'm working on a a document for you. But no, I, I honestly don't think that anybody is excited to see him in anything except Deadpool. 
This is, I mean, like, that's it for him. It's the same thing. I mean, it's not going to get any better. Same thing, ha- like, same thing happened to Hugh Jackman. No, I mean, like, no offense. Like, he had a, how many shit ton movies come out within the X-Men franchise, and none of them did dick. Right, but he of... did, he did enough, you know, the little robot boxing movie was all right. He ended up in Les Mis. He, you know. All still were like, meh. I suppose so. He didn't get nominated for Les, Les Mis. No, he didn't get nominated for anything, but... I'm telling you, once they hit that stride of like, oh, wait, this comic book oh, character was specifically for me. So X-Force is going to hit before Deadpool 2. No, no, that no. won't be. Those are just it. announcements. Well, it says he's only got one, Hitman's Bodyguard, so... Which will probably be a straight... And you know, like, that's the crazy thing about Ryan Reynolds is that a lot of his indie films I enjoy way more than his big releases. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like the voices I watched this back past October, <laughs> yeah, that was fucking incredible. Yeah, I uh, I always liked him in um, oh, Green Lantern. Two no. guys go to pizza place. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, just friends. I always thought that was hilarious. Ah. That was so funny. I like you know praise be Chris Pratt and all of his holiness, but I'm not a big fan of his wife. <laughs> Are you serious? Anna Ferris? No. You're crazy. No. I've seen her in maybe one movie that I actually enjoyed. Which was? House Bunny. That's I was going to say, it's that's House Bunny. Emma Stone was in it. Yeah. <laughs> she was made tolerable by Emma Stone. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm, a, I'm guessing that Boss Baby's not going to carry any kind of weight coming into this week, so. No, not with uh, what we got. Oh, yeah, not much, but... Uh, all right, let's move into some trailers that we got this week. Uh, we got a second trailer for The Mummy, mm-hmm. which seems to be a little bit more exposition and a lot less plain Ricky. <laughs> you're, they're you're trying, man. So is this, it seems to me like now that's like an ox on a moon from the No, it, other it's one? not. Yeah. It, their names are closely related, but that's because they're uh, not Egyptian. Okay. I just heard it. I said it. They're they're trying. I mean, you give. I gotta give Universal credit, man. They're trying to kick off this monster universe. I mean, they they did the Dracula with Luke Evans, and that just so supposedly that was like supposed to be the start. It it, was the start, and so they buried it, and now they're saying this is going to be the start of their big monster universe. I mean, Russell Crowe is playing Doctor Jekyll, which why why that got out already? I don't know. Like, to me, that would have been, like, a cool thing to find out when it's coming out. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I've just had my fill of Tom Cruise or... That's where I think that maybe they made a mistake was... Casting Tom Cruise? Casting Tom Cruise. I can see that. I mean, I don't... I like... I I can... Just about every movie he's done, I I enjoy. But I think it's getting over that. I I think, personally, I agree with you. But if you go back and look at his track record, there's no reason not to cast him in a big tentpole... I know if it were a one-off, sure. The, the the fact that this is like supposed to be the start to a universe means that that asshole is supposed to stick around, supposedly. Well, we don't know. The, the monsters are the universe, not but the people. In this trailer, we find out that like she's chosen him, and da 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 da, and he's some chosen one to like carry out her life's goals well, he and ambitions. Kind of immortal or whatever. He's coming back from the dead a few times. In this and so. Right. Well, they say that's the only reason that he's alive right. is because the she chose... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is unfortunately becoming my life with Tom Cruise. So, 
and his movies. <laughs> so you're you're looking forward to it though, Brian? Yeah, I just I, I just feel like it's gonna fall into that Tom Cruise genre. You know, all the I mean, his movies are so similar anymore. You know, he's probably gonna do some rock climbing at some point. He's gonna be hanging on the side of the plane, yeah, and he's probably gonna climb <laughs> up a building and and survive something else. But yeah, he was. You know, I I mean, but I do like I don't dislike his movies. I just think there could have been somebody else that I don't know who. Because I love, like, I love the idea of this universe. I love the idea of the movie. I mean, I think it looks, I think it looks really cool, and I like the way they find it and dig in, and you know, it's just not your typical. Hey, there's the grand great pyramids, and this is something they stumble upon. I don't know. I'm, I'm definitely gonna go see it. I'm a big mummy fan. They gotta just, sell me a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna replace Brendan Fraser running around in the desert, you I need to do it. I'm telling you what. Thank you. That's Can I movies, get some Brendan Fraser love? Those movies were Where is my mess? That's what I mean. Like somebody more like him would have been better than somebody with a little stamping fun, yeah, charisma. Who can stamp like, Cruise on it? Like smirk. I don't, I don't laugh at Tom Cruise. No. I cringe until the action's over. And I go, Tropic oh. Thunder. Okay, that was funny. The exception. But and that was like over the top hilarious. And that was Ben Stiller pulling the puppet strings. Yeah. So, I will no, give you I, that explanation. <laughs> I, I thoroughly enjoyed the, the two first two Mummy movies. Steve the Saunders two of the Emperor was like, man. Yeah, but those first two movies, like. They were great. Oh, those were fun. Those were yeah. so amazing. Those were fun blockbuster. But I think movies. they're trying to go more horror. Ask on this. Right, which I totally get because that's what the mummy, the, the original yeah. black and white, I mean, that was a horror movie. Terrible. So, I, this will probably pull the box office, which will kick off that universe, and great. I want to see that universe. And then, like, and if they I, I want to see what they do with Frankenstein. If they kick it off and kill Tom in this movie, I'd be even more happy. I, if, I like would, if the lady gets to move on as the mummy and like it's her sure. story yeah. that continues and not Tom Cruise's, that could be interesting. I will applaud them if they do because honestly, I think Russell Crowe is going to be the continuity character. He's going to be the Rosario Dawson yeah. of the Universal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. for sure. I would assume so the way that it comes <clears throat> out. And then we also got the first trailer for... I guess it's not technically a remake, but for the Stephen King It movie. So it's YouTube. not a remake. No, well, the, the first one was on television. Yeah. yeah. Which was, and it, it was so. like a three-night miniseries. It was a miniseries deal, yeah. And this is straight up to the cinema and creepy clown running around in the sewers. Yes. You're not a fan? I just, I mean, I'm going to go see it because I do enjoy the horror genre. But this movie put me through some fucking shit. Like, like when you if, saw the the TV version, yeah. Like it, why not? It, it was just it was terrifying, absolutely terrifying. <laughs> then Tim why Curry are you it? is the devil. I like I hate it because they did it too well. So well, so you're gonna hate on somebody who I'm not hating who, like who like I said who met the expectations <laughs> yeah. you wanted. Who I'm gonna go see something scary. Yeah, it better scare me. They no, do it, it and you're hating. Tim Curry did too good of a job for me. Like hashtag Brendan Jones. I can't like he. I mean, he's the reason why. Like I can't do, and I feel like he is the exact reason why there is that stigma against clowns. Like everybody's like, oh, the clowns are fine, and it's like they weren't creepy until Tim Curry. 
<laughs> and until my generation. Because I don't feel like creepy clowns were a thing until like my generation. Oh, have you not seen old school black and white creepy clowns? I mean, I've seen them and they look yeah. terrifying, but you guys were all like about that. Like, that was funny and cute. And duh. I know. Well, people have always had the clown phobia. Thing. Is it? Because oh, yeah. it's always existed. I can't stand clowns. But I, I think, I think the... I, this I oddball, creepy clown sitting next to a park thing is definitely your fucking generation. Yeah. You I, I see a clown driving a car. Do you, I'm turning the other way. My sister Jordan and I, she came down to visit me at college because she was planning on attending. And her mom and I went out to O'Charlie's off campus for dinner. Which would be your mom too, right? My, yeah, my mom. Sorry. <laughs> I said your mom? You said her mom and I. Oh, her, yeah. Our mom. Ginger, who was on last week. I think you were saying her, comma, mom. Yeah, okay. However, all three of us were at O'Charlie's together. Finish. And Jordan and I just saw, like, a clown roll up in, like, a fucking Sebring. And <laughs> we were, down. Feel like, yeah, we were, like, almost done with dinner. And Jordan and I were just like, thanks for dinner, mom, we're leaving. And, like, walked out of the restaurant. Did not go back in. Got immediately in the car, like, locked doors. And all, all, of, all of it stems from the TV version of <laughs> And this. all of it, like, this came out 90, what, 2, 3? Uh, Maybe 94? I was, like, kindergarten, first grade, second grade, somewhere in that area. And, uh, yeah, 90. 90. It was too Okay, bad. so talk about the trailer. I mean, are you excited for this? You I am, because it? it looks terrifying. Okay, <laughs> I agree with you, because there has not, I'm, I want to go see this. I'm he not, doesn't want in a horror movie. Well, I am not. I am not a horror movie fan. Like a scary movie, I don't think there's been a decent one made for 20 years. Believe year. This out. looks good to me, and I I, I'm excited to see it. I actually looked at Brandy because she's all about going to see scary movies, and I said I will go see the scary movie with you, and she was just like, "It's about time." Yeah. So I, I guarantee you, we won't see my wife anywhere near the theater seeing this. I thought the trailer looked marvelously creepy. I mean, just yeah. Just, yeah, the little wispy hair thing all around the clown. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, there's there's brilliant cinematography going on in there. I kind of feel like they're cashing in on the Stranger Things vibe, too. Oh, it had a definite Stranger Things vibe. But, I mean, down to the haircut. Like, that's the thing, too, too, though. Isn't Stranger Things cashing in on, like, Stand By Me? Well, okay, but you have to. The Goonies? Short term memory. Yeah. Stranger Things. Everybody just saw Stranger Things. Like, Younger than us, unfortunately, saw Stranger Things. They probably haven't seen it, the TV miniseries. Right. So, they're but I think Stranger Things did. Oh, I mean, they, they went out for on, sure on purpose. Intentionally, yeah, 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 intentionally yeah. Okay. Yeah. captured the '80s thing down to the the television graphics and the whole thing, music and. Well, and that's the other thing too, though, is that this movie has been like in the works oh, for like for the past. Like, yeah. They've gone through like two or three different Pennywise. Is Pennywise's? 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 And so, I mean, to say, I wouldn't say it's cashing in on the Stranger Things vibe just because they've been working that Yeah, I mean, it definitely has that vibe, though. It does. So you're down for it, Brian. You're going to have to find a date. Brian can go with me. All right. Uh, then we've got. Uh... So I'm going to need someone big and strong to hold on to. I'll take you. Uh, then we've got Woody Harrelson and his pursuit of hating on monkeys. War for the Planet of the Apes. This is the second trailer. Yeah. This is the second trailer. 
Second, well, yeah, I would say like the first one was like what we well, decided we as a teaser, teaser with trailer. The snow oh, okay, trailer, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? so this one was like the first like fleshed out, a little, trailer. little bit more exposition, yeah, plot, plot, uh, revealing. Mm-hmm. And I think we, we're kind of we're kind of seeing some monkeys are working with the humans. Yeah, so these are great apes. They aren't monkeys. Your mother apes. would be upset. Apes together. Right. Uh, and then they're they're, they're uh, <laughs> flying planes. Yeah, there were flying planes. There's like a gorilla manning like a giant gun. gallon gun. Yeah, come on. We've had monkeys flying since Wizard of Oz. This is nothing new. <laughs> yeah. It's true. And they've been flying planes since Project X. So yeah. we can all blame Matthew Broderick. Right. But no, I, I can't wait for this one. I'm definitely two, two thumbs way the hell up. Yeah, this looks really good. I mean, looks I, intense. I've yeah. liked all of them. I mean, going back to the originals. But I, I mean, I've enjoyed the remakes all the way through. And this is three, uh, they, right? This will be the third one. Yeah, well, there was the fourth one that didn't quite the the Marky Mark one. And no, 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 no. no, this, no. this is the third of the new one. The third of the new one. This is yeah. the James Franco one. And they Caesar, which are the yeah. This plots. is the Caesar plot, yeah. yeah. And so, and I think it. We kind of learned that Caesar loses his family mm-hmm. after that. They find out where the the apes are. Take him out. Carpet bombs. He's like, all right, it's on now. Yeah. Caesar's a badass, so yeah. it's just. Yeah, it looks cool. And it just seems so like Andy Serkis's wet dream. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. He's loving it, you know? I'm sure he plays all 500,000 of those apes. <laughs> the one that the, the little scrawny one that was he's talking about be, escaping, yeah. yeah, it almost looked like Gollum to me. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. It's got it's some big eyes. Like it, so. Well, Woody Harrelson is playing, um, uh, what's his name, character from the Dragon movie? Crazy White Man. Rain. Well, that. He's playing Rain of Fire. Rain of Fire. McConaughey. He's playing McConaughey's character from Rain of Fire. Yeah, yeah exactly. Essentially, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about that. We're about the same person. Yeah. <laughs> so we're excited for this. I think we'll probably get one more trailer because this is a July, June or July release. Yeah, it's just the yeah. summer, so I yeah. assume we probably get one more in a couple TV spots. Right. Which, speaking of, we've been getting a ton of 30-second Guardians, Guardians TV spots, yeah, and we still don't fucking know anything, <laughs> yeah. which is That's perfect. Right. It's exactly how it's uh, July, July 14th is when War for the Planet Apes comes out. Uh, and moving on, we got the second trailer for Valerian, which is Luke Benson's Luke Basson. Basson's, uh basically his Star Wars, yeah. Well, and essentially the story that created Star Wars, uh, maybe no, it, yeah, you boys can Google that shit. I've been reading up on it. It's really good, but like, I'll, there are way too many parallels to not say that Valerian didn't have a strong influence on Star Wars. Okay. Uh, but that being said, I think Luke Besson was perfect to uh, chariot this movie. Now I could have swore that I had read something where he was going to retire from directing movies, and this was after, um. Whatever it was, but then he ended up being a producer for Lucy. I thought he directed Lucy. I don't think he did, but anyway, talk talk about the movie. What do you? I think? just well, I mean, you know, most Depp says he's going to quit rapping every other month, and then we'll drop a new single. So anybody that says they're retiring, I don't ever believe. Uh, but I like, like I said, like I think it looks really great. I'm a huge Cara Delevingne fan. Visually awesome yeah i kind of wish that he would have done more like puppetry and more like less cg yeah like less cgi yeah. aliens like kind of i mean it seems like there's a fair amount of puppet puppetry and, and costumed aliens in there okay 
Now, does this stay within the same universe as Fifth Element, or just no? Looks this is like its own it. thing, yeah. and that's why I think like I'm. But I'm sure, like without that original story, we don't get things like you know Fifth Element. So right, that's I didn't I know if it, if it was there was some interconnectivity between that Fifth Element, and that's why visually it is looks so similar. All right, thank you. Style. Yeah, it's just because he did the Fifth Element. Anyway. Right here, he's he always said that he will retire as a director after ten after he made ten movies. This would make Arthur and the Invisibles in 2006 his last one. He did? Arthur? That was a dope movie. So there you go. That's why I thought it was weird that he's back. But I mean, come But on. he directed Lucy, am I wrong? Uh, hang on. I'll tell you. Go ahead. So, anyway, Dane De, What's his name? Dane DeHaan. He's the one that I'm kind of interested in as like a not creepy back of the classroom kid you don't think that they look alike i think you're crazy i don't think they look anything alike. i think that's just a recess with the eyebrows i think he is they have very similar eyebrows and structure you look at both of them they look similar and if i like cut a notch in mine jason momoa and i won't look similar <laughs> uh yeah i guess he was director and writer of lucy so there you go anyway I think that they kind of look alike, and I wouldn't be surprised if that plays into the story. Okay, moving on. They play together uh, as lovers in the movie. They've been really twins. Yeah. That's the Star Wars link. Yes, maybe. <laughs> and I, I, I thought it, the dude's name is Valerian, which I always know. Um, yeah. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that it was the city. So, uh, Last one, and we got the final trailer for the new uh, King Arthur Legend of the Sword, the Guy Ritchie take on... Another English classic. Which he killed with Sherlock Holmes. So, I mean, I'm yeah. excited to go see it. I think if he stays in that wheelhouse and a little less uh, Charlie's Angels, it'll be really good. Well, he didn't do. No, that was Mick G. And Mick G did a fine job with Charlie's Angels, sir. Oh, I thought it was good. The first I'm one. Just, I'm just... Full Throttle was better than the first one. Another time, my friend. Oh, yeah. Time. Anyway. We should talk about that on um, yeah. Are you, Brian, are you excited for this? Cause, and I ask this because I, the King Arthur story kind of holds a special place with me because well, of Sword and Stone and Excalibur. Well, and Excalibur gets tied to that. Yeah, so, I mean, it was like first or second radar movie I ever got taken to. And I think we saw it at the drive-in. Yeah. And just... I mean, visually it was you know amazing move. Still holds up today. I mean, well, you can get Helen Mirren's boots. Yeah, I mean it's completely well done and and a really good telling of the Arthur legend too. I thought. Um, Are you I mean, ready for the music video, King Arthur? Yeah, I mean I want to see it because I love the storyline, you know, story and everything and everything. And so I, I'm just worried. There's too much chance of disappointment in this. Yeah. My only fear is that that is, like, one hell of a trailer. Like, I feel like it's very beautifully, like, done. Yeah. And, like, chopped up and put together. My, you think they chop and load? Well, that's my worry, <laughs> is that we're, we are seeing all the cool stuff in the actual trailer. But yeah, big fan of Charlie one time. Yeah. Like, what, what trailer, like, overserved the actual movie? That would be fun. Most of them do. That's how they get people in. So. <laughs> All right. What about you? Uh, I, I I will. I'll I'll go see it just because I'm a Guy Ritchie fan. I've always been since 
you know, match. I think it was a good. Two smoking barrels. Oh, yeah. uh, we're gonna I mean, go in with low expectations. That, that's that's where I'm disappointed, it. and it's we're probably gonna come out happy. I'm expecting it's going to be here, and if it goes anywhere, but I'll be happy. But you know, for, where's my hair? Like for the listeners, he was at his lips. mouth. Yeah, right at his mouth. And yeah, he's open. It's around his eyes. Thin mustache. I'll give it. I'll go in with the expectations of meh. Yeah. And we'll see if it goes up anywhere from there. So. I think regardless, it'll be a fun movie. Whether or not it's a good movie will be up to uh, up to us actually seeing If the Coke machines are working? Yeah. Well, that'll <laughs> really ruin it. <laughs> uh, moving on. How do they all go down? <laughs> it's the way it goes. Well, they're all piped in together, so that tells you something. Yeah. Uh, Ted, you got some Marvel news for us this week? We do. We got our first little quick teaser for the Defenders, which dropped some information. Uh, the little uh, video cam- it was a uh, looked like a security cam of the four of them running into an elevator, and it seemed that Danny and um, Daredevil were kind of out of breath and very tired, very kind of kind of retired. Which and he looked weird because he he just had like a scarf over his head. Daredevil had Dare, the, yeah yeah yeah. Daredevil had the very iron fist looking scarf around <laughs> yeah, his head. That was the weird. That thing. was like the only thing that I was like, what the fuck. But then uh, Luke and Jessica both seemed like they were cool as ice and like not worried about anything. So which I guess is kind of appropriate given their powers. Yeah. But uh, they run into an elevator and you see them kind of the two of them breathing heavy. Jessica turns around sees the camera, and yanks it down. But then, like, the the time counter in the corner, it revealed 8-18-2017. So mm-hmm. the assumption we're going to get this in August. Official. And, uh, yeah. yeah. And then in the other corner, there was, like, an IP address listed, which you would assume would be, like, the IP address for the camera. Mm-hmm. You type that in, and it takes you to the uh, New York Bulletin yeah. webpage, or which Karen. is where Karen works, and it's got all of these different... Uh, Easter eggy articles about it's like Luke Cage and where right. is the Daredevil in Hell's Kitchen? So definitely, you know, intriguing. There was the one thing that I couldn't make out was what elevator they were in because it's like in that area where they press the buttons. You should be able to there, see. There's like it. A, a logo or something there. Yeah. I couldn't make it out. So I don't know, but they didn't have buttons on both sides. No, not as fancy as some uh, maybe led to believe. In certain circumstances. So definitely excited for this. I think, you know, as much as people want to shit on Iron Fist, it's become the most popular Netflix series. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's Have you guys been, finished, we finished yet? yet? No. no, we're only on episode eight. Seven or eight. Seven or eight. Seven you haven't progressed any further? No. No, we didn't. We couldn't last week, then. Um, And then we also got the announcement of a new TV show coming to Freeform, which is former ABC Family of Marvel's New Warriors and it's going to be six young people and they did confirm that they are going to do Squirrel Girl. Hell yeah. So that'll be interesting but it's basically six young people living together you know being young how do I deal with my powers blah 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 blah. It's like real world meets Marvel. It is Um, and then some of the characters have been Silhouette, Darkhawk, Speedball, Marvel Boy, uh, Nova and Scarlet Spider. So who knows what and I guess, from my understanding, there's been other new there, warriors yeah, there's been coming a bunch. in and out of there. So, well, because that's where we thought for a minute in the Inhumans storyline on Agents of Shield that they might be heading towards that. 
Okay. But this is also going to be the second foray for freeform. Marvel and Freeform, and they went ahead and gave Freeform, they picked up 10 episodes based on the pilot. So they filmed the pilot, they liked it good enough, they're going to give it 10 episodes. So of New Warriors? No, no, of uh, Cloak and Dagger. Okay. So we've got those so two. Cloak and Dagger was their first, and now this? Yeah, now okay, this is now. So it'll be Cloak and Dagger hasn't been out yet, right? No. Right. Okay. No, it, uh, it's in development now. They... They shot the the pilot, showed it to the to the gotcha. important people who make decisions, mm-hmm. and they gave it the thumbs up. And then I don't know. I'm gonna bring this up, and maybe we need to save it because it's kind of a big conversation. But we had this whole uh, comment from one of the Marvel uh, executives coming out. I want to talk about this, and I really kind of want to dive into it. So maybe we should save it for next week. Okay. What I'm talking about is that he came out and said that people don't want to see diversity in comic books. Because I'm already over this motherfucker, and the <laughs> fact that he came out and said that shit. I mean, that, to me, that's kind of ridiculous, but uh, he flat out said that there are different takes on heroes, it's not selling, and people just want to see the original versions. And I mean, to me, I'm kind of going to call bullshit on that, because it seems to me like Miles Morales is pretty popular, freaking Jane Foster Thor. Yeah. I, I freaking love what they're doing with her. So, I don't know. Maybe this should be main topic for later this on. Absolutely. Mean, okay. Like, and next week so that it's somewhat relevant. So, we will put a paper clip on that and bring it up next week. And then one other thing, real quick. I don't know if you saw this, but I read something that they said that Homecoming, Spider-Man Homecoming, is going to, like, Civil War is going to take place within Homecoming. As far as the timeline goes. Well, I think they said more like flashbacks. I was assuming flashbacks to Civil War. I think, no, I think Civil War is supposed to occur in the middle of Homecoming is what I read. That it starts, Homecoming starts, you get the Civil War, and then he comes back. Ah. Because he gets the suit after Civil War. Right, but so he also I gets think, the I think suit taken away. Right, and a lot of the footage that we've seen is his home brewed costume. Right, so who knows where that happens? But well, it think, was just a quick snippet that I saw. Okay. Well, I, I saw, know, I I saw, saw one bullshit. as well that said that Homecoming was going to feature flashbacks to Civil War. I well and showed Captain and, and well, we know it does because there's that scene of him watching the fight on YouTube in class. Right, so it should be. This should be past it. Yeah. If right. that video is on YouTube, but we don't know when they're starting homecoming. Right. And everything else. I mean, that I have a feeling he comes out of Civil War with the costume early in the movie. Tony takes it. He goes off and proves himself. Then he gets the new costume. Because yeah, and I hate to like toss it up and get everybody confused. What I <laughs> what I read was that we're gonna get flashbacks of the first Avengers film. And that's kind of how Michael Keaton plays in with damage control. Well, yeah, because he has a company that was going around and doing the salvaging. Yeah. And, like, if you look, he, you know, they show him with the Iron Man mask. Uh, one of the guys has got an Iron Man or, a, or an Iron, Iron Sentinel hand that they turn into a blaster. Shocker has got crossbones. Um, this thing that he uses in uh, Civil War. In the beginning, mm-hmm. that's they that has been scavenged from from that. Like I read that flat out. So, and then I think Tony Stark comes out with damage control, takes businesses business away from Adrian Tumas, and then that kind of drives him to 
do what he's doing. Yeah. But, I mean, you can see it with the wings that he, I mean, mm-hmm. he's got repulsor technology. He's got, you know, some of the helicarrier technology in them. And they all kind of move in a way that, and they fly on their own. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's all there. It'll be interesting. I, I kind of like the idea that these guys are picking up the trash and using it, which would totally make sense in that world. Yeah. So, Brian, what Star Wars movie news do you have? Well, my biggest news is that Celebration is actually in April, like I originally thought, and not back in March. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what we were looking at online. Brian and I both saw we something. We both looked at it, and, and I looked it up here before the show, and but yeah, it is uh, over the weekend of the 14th coming up, so we're starting to see some cool stuff from there. Um, primarily, I've got to get my hands on this Lego garbage chute. Yeah, uh, yeah I saw that today. That looks pretty cool. It looks to me like you need to get home. Yeah, it's a big tender one. Oh, that's my wife's cooking. Um, other big rumor, or or rumors about Benny Del Toro's character in the new Star Wars movie, and uh, what he's Benicio. On? Benicio. Yeah, Benny. Benicio. Oh, I thought you tried to say Danny. No, Benny. Del Toro. Is he in the Han Solo? Or no, Star Wars Episode Eight. Um, he's playing some dark character. A lot of details start to come out. His costume's kind of like a Han Solo-esque trench coat and blaster. He's wearing some weird hats. He's, you know, there's this casino planet uh, that oh. has been talked about. So a lot of uh, a lot of little things coming out there. Uh, some rumors about Chewbacca and R2 meeting up with Luke again. When are we going to get a trailer? God, it's uh, coming out at maybe at a. Uh, they've been selling so, saying celebration, so hopefully in the next couple of weeks we might get at least the initial trailer or some footage at least. What is that? I don't know. Go back. <laughs> Sorry, Ted's uh, scrolling through Facebook in front of us, and somebody has something up there. No, um, I, I want a trailer. I don't want to hear any more bullcrap about anything yeah. else. Give me a trailer. Well, I like that he's going to be in it. I think he'll be a good at, addition to the. To oh the, yeah. To the. Uh, because we don't know anything about him. We don't know anything about Laura Dern. Uh, we don't know anything about um... Luke fucking Skywalker. Yeah, that's true. Rumor, or Sam Neill. Rumor so. 8, rumor makes Luke sound like a badass. I just scrolled through that. But that, that's, I mean, really most of the stuff I got. It's it's a lot of this rumory stuff, which I'm just not yeah. up on recording. So No fake news here. No fake news. That's right. Um... But yeah, that's it. Celebration next week should give us a whole bunch of new news. Yeah. So, look, yeah, tune in next week. Yeah, yeah. What DC news do you have, Brendan? Well, uh, did you watch Legends of Tomorrow yet, Brian? Not yesterday's episode yet. The season finale. The season finale I'm not seeing. I'm not okay. caught up until that point. I'll go over that then later. Uh, but we did get... The uh, digital download is ready for the Judas Contract, which... Nice. Downloaded and watched, or... Downloaded, not watched. Not watched, okay. But you with have... that... Oh, wait, we don't have the blue It's only yet. digital download, okay. yeah. Uh, it's actually going to be in the theater Thursday night. Oh, really? I think, yeah. It I think it's all listening for it to be... Well, we've got, like, what, two or three that we have to watch? Uh, or did you already watch them? I watched the Return of the Cape Crusaders. The 66? Yeah. Yeah. It's not... Not very good. Oh, yeah. Well, but uh, uh, with the new movie coming out, 
you always get a featurette explaining the next movie. Right, yeah. Uh, and they're working on Batman and Harley Quinn. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I watched the featurette today. Uh, the girl from Melissa Rauch. Yeah, from Rauch, Queen Bang, squeaky blonde She's head. doing Harley Quinn's voice, but they brought back uh, Batman and Robin, essentially, from the 90s cartoon to do Batman and Nightwing. Because it's pretty yeah, much that same animation, isn't it? Yeah, yeah well, Bruce Timm's producing right, and directing. And Kevin Conroy's doing Batman. Uh, Batman, and then with, like, Jake Jensen or something like that. So yeah. Like, and he originally did Bat- or, uh, Robin's Robin. voice. Yeah. So it's kind of cool that we're getting the progression with him. Uh, but essentially, they pick up Harley Quinn to kind of get more information on Poison Ivy and Plant Master. Plant Master, I who I've never like, heard of. Who he he looks like Swamp Thing with an actual like human face. So I was like, well, I just I don't know. I I don't know about that one. So <laughs> I mean, I'm excited to see Kevin Conroy back out of his Batman, and I love Bruce Timm and his animation. So, it'll obviously be worth it to check it out. Uh, but then, as well... But it's not continuing the... Any storyline. Okay. Uh, Kieran Hines came out. Uh, obviously, he's going to be Steppenwolf in the Justice League movie, and he talked a little bit more about his character and kind of how they're doing it. And so, I guess, like, they're going to... It's going to mainly be CGI, but they're using, like, his face... Kind of like how the Hulk is Mark Ruffalo, but not Mark Ruffalo. Right. They're essentially doing that with him. Um, he's the guy, if you don't know by name, played Mance Raider in Game of Thrones, who is the the quoted king of the north with the wildlings. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was in... Um... Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Uh... And this week we got another uh, trailer for Injustice 2, which uh, features Captain Cold. And I watched a live play of him. Yeah, like the guys that's were not the villain's trailer. In beta. Right? No, and the, uh, some guys were playing the beta on a live YouTube video today, and gotcha. he looks dope. <laughs> we get that out this summer? Yeah. Hey, right? Yeah. That'll be a fun wasted weekend. Oh, yeah. yeah. It is owed to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah, that's all I have for DC, because I'll talk about some uh, potential things going on in the Arrowverse next week. We got the little teaser for Gotham, where it looks like Bruce is... Beginning starting, his transformation. Starting yeah. to be a little bit more of a badass, which is what we all kind of want. So I just don't know who that old white guy is in the... Asian roving, trying to say all that stuff to him. Like, who are you? More, they more cast, whitewashing. Didn't they cast uh, the dude from Game of Thrones as Ra's al Ghul? Yeah, as Ra's. Yeah. But this was definitely a white guy. An old white guy. Yeah, it's probably Danny Rand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you came up with this main topic question this week, Brennan, so why don't you ask her? Okay, uh, so my big question, with Comic-Con coming up and all of us getting excited, I feel like the actual comic book creators and artists, and then in turn as well, like the voice actors even, just kind of get, like, bypassed in these things. Like, you will obviously have, like, sorry, I say like a lot right there. Uh, You'll have people that are interested in them for sure, but the main draw to these cons are, like, the movie actors the television actors, 
Right. And so, given that these things were all based on this source material, why do you think the actual creators and artists are, like, getting shafted at the cons? Because movies and TV shows are bigger audiences. But you don't... Bottom line, that's your answer. Okay. Long time ago, somebody thought, you know what would be cool is if I take my movie to a Comic-Con because it's going to be the same audience. And I think from there you saw San Diego grow into what it is. Right. And now it's shrinking back. You see what's going on with New York. Um, and then you have all of the other cons that are the same way. I think if if it was more comic-centric, we, you would have what you have up at Caribbean Cove every, every, other, every other month. Whatever. But I don't, like... But with artists. Exactly. Because, you know? like, I mean... And I get you because you can go have your comic book. You have comic book signed by Neil Adams. I mean, George Perez had uh, a line that didn't move for two days. Yeah, and he literally sat there and signed Every boxes for people, suitcases. I mean, and doing it for free. Yeah, and then you get you know Val Kilmer, who's eighty dollars. Eighty dollars? Yeah, I think so. Okay, come on, why you kill me? Yeah. But I mean, it's economics. What's going to draw people in and make them pay them the price of admission? The well, chance yeah. to see an actor that they want to see. And that's who they're more familiar with. You can't. That's going to hit the masses. You can't tell me who was Marvel's editor in chief from 82 to 85. Chris Claremont. You can. The majority of the people can. But they know who Carrie Fisher is. Right. They know I mean I do I mean I guess yeah, like it's it's a love hate relationship because I do love that I'm able to meet these people, but then on the like downside of it is that I get a bunch of chodes that have way more money than me and then can scoop in and buy big name comic books. So you really feel like there should be movie con? I feel like that's but that's like a question that I would pose to you guys. Like, should they be separate entities? Well, I don't know. I think maybe the movies are... Like, what there. are the point of comics there? Because it's the source material. But nobody... Like, not nearly as not nearly as many people, as you just said, are buying tickets to get to that source material as they are to get to the Hollywood actors. I agree. Right. So should they be separate, or should you just simply remove the comic book vendors? Well, shit, if you took the Funko Pops out of our Comic-Con, then you would only need, like, four booths in the place. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think it's interesting that some of them are changing it and taking the comic out, and it's just now con. Like, you have the Emerald oh, City Con. Yeah. Um, it's no longer the Emerald, Emerald City, City Comic Con. I don't think it's the New York Comic Con. I think it's the New York Con. No, it is NYCC. Okay. Well, about San Diego, I, one of them dropped the con, the comic, just recently. One of the big ones dropped the comic. Well, it's like the one that takes place up in. Okay, I'll take this back because I don't know it's I don't know what it stands for, but like, the big one in Chicago is called C two E two. Right. I don't know what C and E stand for. Is it mm-hmm. Comics Two Entertainment? You can look it up. U, maybe. Never been. But yeah, I don't know. I just thought. It was an interesting question to pose, given our uh, main theme here this week. Figured I would see how you guys thought about it. Because, I mean, when you guys go, you guys aren't. Chicago's pop culture events, you two, you two. And that's what I think it's going to become, more of these pop culture things. Yeah. Because, I mean, when you guys go, like, well, we've been together three years now. Chicago Comic and Entertainment Expo. So okay. we got Chicago Comic, C2E2. Gotcha. There you go. 
like when you go, Brian, what do you go like? What do you go for? To watch you guys. Yeah. Oh, CM Punk's gonna be there. Right. Okay, but or like what drives you? you Like, do you just go to hang out with me? No, he's not gonna be there. Do what? Do you just go to hang out with me? No, I go because there's very specific things that I'm after that I can get at Comic Con. Okay. Like, I'm going to look for certain Funko Pops this year, and we'll get into but that. Those aren't comics. No, but that's where they're at. <laughs> they're you know? But I mean, there are certain comics that I want to get after. I want to get, you know, I'm looking at getting the Unworthy Thor and the Original Sin, so I could read the whole what made him unworthy and crap like that. And Fury whispered. And I need to catch up on my Mighty Thor and, you know, stuff like that. But, okay. And then you find cool stuff, too, like the hip-hop covers, you oh, know, God, yeah. which were so cool, and the uh, the figure covers. I mean, I like the people watching. That's a big part of it. Is that? What's that? I mean, like, when we were going to celebrations, that was 90% of the reason to be there. Was oh, people yeah, watching. for sure. Oh, my yeah. God. That's the one thing I'm disappointed about our Comic-Con is that there is so little... You know, it's getting bigger and bigger. It's starting to get better, you know, but the cosplay's pretty low. and, and uh, It's pretty low, and, like, even the, the ones that are there are, like, I want to see some of these, like, dope videos from, like, New York, or, I mean, I guess we are just a flyover state of Indiana and the Midwest, but I don't know. there I, are some really dope ones that popped out. Like, that Infinity Gauntlet last year was one of my favorites. That guy dressed up as the guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's really cool. I mean, I'm happy with what we've got. We have a good mixture of TV, whether it's, you know, comic book TV or animated TV. Like last year, they had that awesome panel with Ren and Stimpy and, you know, the Pinky and the Brain. Pinky and the Brain. And all of those guys, which was fun to see. They got good movie crossover. And then, you know, we've got. Sunday where we dig into boxes and That's, try to find books. Yeah, my favorite day. But then go okay. So going back to that though, the voice actor thing. Why is it that like Charlie Cox is sixty bucks to see, but the lady that does Naruto's voice, who you, I mean, honestly, you could argue popularity there, in like with what they're actually involved with, mm-hmm. you know. But it's like hers are only 25 bucks. Because I know who Charlie Cox is and I have no idea who you're talking about. Okay. And I am the average... So you say like star yeah. power there. Yeah, yeah. That's but, right. Well, and so then is that, because then the anomaly this year, who I was really excited to see until I saw his price point, was Carrie, or Kari Payton. Because I've always known him as a voice Cyborg. actor. He did Cyborg and Teen Titans. He did Aqualad and Young Justice, as well as like a slew of other ones and... I've always really liked him. He just came on to The Walking Dead. Now his autographs are sixty bucks. Cause he's King Ezekiel in The Walking Dead. Sixty bucks right now? Yeah. Why? <laughs> absolutely. And like, I'm not trying to like discredit anybody's work here, but I just would pose the question to Nerd Nation as to why they thought. Would you pay sixty bucks for King Ezekiel's autograph? You know what I mean? No. Yeah. If like, he was just King I'm... Ezekiel, hell no. No. I'm going to see him because of his voice acting work. Are you Which gonna, I think he'll appreciate. I think he will. But... Are you going to pay? Are you going to get something signed? Oh hell yeah! Okay. Cyborg is one of my favorite characters. So okay, so but then what are you complaining? I mean, what I'm complaining about is, is, that, little, little price. is that well, is that if he came last year to Comic Con, he'd be bucks. grouped in with all the other voice actors. Uh, 
Not absolutely. Not, not if he was King Ezekiel. Then. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying is that he just came out this season. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he was here last year and I'll was give you not that. in The Walking Dead, he would be 40 bucks. Exactly. But Walking Dead is the most popular show on cable TV. and Not according to their last uh, this yeah, season finale ratings. Fucking in the day. But anyway, we'll, we'll get into that once you have a chance to watch it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think it's, you know, the TVs and movies are kind of taking over it, but the comics are still going to drive it because those are us who are going to attend all three days, and there are plenty of people out there like us who are there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Mm-hmm. And you have to admit that Saturday is the busiest day. Right. And that's when you get mom and dad and the kids and the most, you know, you got to wait in line for everybody and blah, 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 blah. So, so being that Sunday's on Easter this year, how do you think that's going to affect it? I think Ted and I are going to have a great fucking day. <laughs> I, I mean, so. hopefully I can go. That might be. Yeah, you want to go on Sunday? Well, I won't have to work. and That might be Val Kilmer Day. Okay. That might be Val Kilmer Day. And I already told the girls we should be done by like 4 or 5 so we can make it to dinner-ish. Yeah. What time does it start on Sunday? 11. We get our Easter out of the way in the morning. I don't know. We have to talk about that afterwards. Sorry, yeah. messages. All right. But, I mean, honestly, I think that's it. I mean, comics, and and it's no different than the movies. I mean, if you look at it that way, comics are the groundwork. They are the bricks that the movies and the TV shows are based on. The movies and the TV shows are making all the money. Right. And if you're lucky, you get a kid who's interested in Daredevil. He goes to the comic book shop. He spends six, seven bucks, gets a couple issues of Daredevil, and then there he's he's off and running. And, you know, and I think they're okay with that model. So, okay. I was just wondering if that would be an interesting question. I mean, you got to remember, when we talked about this, whenever you were over last, Stan Lee saved Marvel by selling the movie rights. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there, there's, I mean, without that, we don't have Marvel right now. No, I know. And so there you go. I mean, I, I hate to say it, but that's almost your answer. But, I mean, let us know. I mean, if I'm full of shit, if you agree with Brendan, whatever. Hashtag Tubby's right. <laughs> Just comment someplace. Let us know. Uh, so leading in with the Comic-Con discussion, we get into our merchandise. That's pretty much where I'm at with anything right now. I'm saving pennies for Comic-Con. Um, what about you, Brian? I'm saving for Comic-Con, too. But I do You go next. Okay. What, yeah. what are you after for Comic-Con? Well, I definitely want to, because I was able to recover some of my Teen Titan issues that were stolen last year. And so I have the three lower-level books of the actual Judas contract. And so I'll be looking to score that third issue, which is the first appearance of Nightwing, uh, and some of the other ones that were just random books that I had that Marv Wolfman was able to sign. Um, So trying to just build that collection back up. And then there are some really cool pops that I'm on the hunt for. Some of the Batman animated series ones. And uh, the Batman 66 have also released their line. Yeah, those look pretty good. Those dope. look really neat. That yeah. Mr. Freeze looks real cool. Yeah, the Penguin yeah. looks really cool. Those um, the Pops one? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't the Joker tall? Not that my knowledge. Like a six inch? I thought it was an, an odd shape. Oh, he's got over. that... Um, There's the one with the surfboard. Yeah, which is straight up Cesar Romero. Yeah. Yeah. 
There's the Batman surfboard with the board shorts and yeah. Those are the sixty six. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't think there's another one. But yeah, and then just slowly building out other things that I had. Uh, some older Wonder Woman ones that I've been looking for. I definitely want to try to get a Wonder Woman. There, there's a couple from the movie that are like pretty baller. There's one where she's in her <laughs> civvies, but she's got the shield and the sword. Yeah, and then there's another one where she's kind of like got one hand up with the. Uh, that was an exclusive. That was an exclusive. If that shows up, I, I might get that. I also want to try to get uh, Skeletor <coughs> or the Trapjaw. Those are gonna be Skeletor's vaulted. Yeah, so we'll see. So that's like two hundred bucks. <coughs> But um, but like I said earlier, I want to try to start rounding out some of my comics too. Good and get either get the trade backs to read just to get caught up on the story. Well, because that's where yeah, like you're a real big fan of the trade backs. Yeah, I mean just mostly because I want to read the stories. It's all collected. Yeah, and it's easier for me to do that. Yeah, and, you know, it's not like I've got a box of comics that have been sitting in an attic for 16 years and then. Somebody's supposed to put them together for me, but they've just sat in the corner of a room for <coughs> over a year. I, I mean, that, that's just but I've said all those, you know, with with dead frog ones. And someone so. told me that they were going to do that for you. Well, some people have two jobs and TV shows to watch. Legos, Bill. That's right. So in the last loot crate, I got I got this. Which it's pretty baller. Is awesome in all sorts of ways. Wasn't it like a Godzilla themed crate? It was kind of like kaiju themed, so it was Godzilla, King Kong was in there. He had a King Kong mug and a couple others. But my question to you guys is he missing a head? His, his head floating. was at the bottom of the box when we got it. It's like just floating around there. It's fall it's come off. Come on, loot crate. <laughs> it is a loot crate exclusive. Yeah. I really want to open it. Your um, thoughts? I mean, where... Dude. Because it looks like... Because his tail's not put on yet. His head's obviously not on. Yeah, I, I think mean, he's going to... I would open cool this shit. Out. Well, that's where we all differ. I would... I mean, come on. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm just trying to be... I mean, it's not like I don't... It's... it's not like I've got a, a Godzilla collection I'm working on and this, you know, the, the, the key piece... It is very you know, much you know from Japan looking and fan that glows in the dark. What's that NECA? NECA so I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if his head was intact, was I mean, if his head was where it was supposed to be, I'd be maybe a little less tempted. Well, I mean, maybe it makes it that much more valuable. Right. That yeah. is detached. Variable. Did you get the variable attached head, Godzilla? <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm just being realistic here with you. For this to be worth more than 20 bucks, it's going to be a couple no, of years. No, since it was yeah, yeah exclusive deal and crate. Uh, I mean, it does make it a little bit more rare, but I mean, my 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 uh, group that I got, the glow glowing hand group from yeah, yeah, crate, I, I mean, that's yeah. not any, any, anything. And I'm not knocking Loot Crate at all. I mean, Loot Crate, Loot Crate, Loot Crate. But, yeah, I, sponsorship value-wise, no, I think... I think I'd, I'd tear into that. All right, well, we may look on, on the bay or something and see what they're saying. That may end up on it's like such a, a cool, it's got the old Godzilla in the back. Right? The, the packaging. See, like, that's what, like, the packaging, packaging sells, sure. sells yeah. me more on that. Well, the, yeah, the, the packaging is very cool, figure. but they, they also made it in, you know, the type of thing that you just can't open. 
It's not like it's a box. Or Would you thing. open this or not? Yes or no? Missing head. It's, in it's not missing. Right. It's in there. It's, it's in attached. There. So I did get like this rewards target gift card. No, hang on a second. Ago. Tell me, because you sent us a picture when you opened that last week. How awesome is the mug? The mug is very cool. Describe the mug for us. It's a King Kong face, and it, it captures a lot of the intensity of his eyes and everything. It looks really, really cool. It's got a big bone on the back for the handle. Oh, nice. <laughs> I might have to bring it along, too, to show you guys, but I forgot. Um, but I did get this target gift card, which was like free money. Okay. I mean, it was a reward type thing. I bought something and oh, got like a five pack gift. Like, I mean, it was like ten. You buy five money. shampoos. And... So, so last week I brought a few things. We opened up with the girls. I went ahead and bought a head. So we have a few things open up over the next few weeks. Oh yeah. So this week I found these and I'm not seeing these anywhere else. I thought we'd open these up. Oh yeah, I saw these. The puzzle erasers. Collect them all from Marvel. Six and up, so we, we qualify. We and are above six. And I think there's like two or three per pack. Oh, man. Two puzzle erasers per pack. All right. Well, let's get let's the go noises first. going for yeah, Corey. This is for Corey. Here you go, Godfather. Feel these out, Ted. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm not going to try. Oh, I'm looking like I got Oh, you piece oh, them together. Like little bitty pieces, too. I thought we were erasing puzzles, but we're actually no, puzzling they're together the eraser. Looks like I got Loki's, like 20 pieces. I yeah, got uh, Black Widow, it appears. And oh, Captain yeah. America. Oh, no, I got Black Widow. I thought it was Red Skull first. I think I got Hawkeye and Loki. Is that Widow? Really? Yeah. Uh, Hawkeye and Loki. So we got none of... No Thor's dead, no Hulk. No I was hoping for a Red Skull and a Hulk myself. Huh. Well, that's pretty interesting. Wow, that's a, that's a lot of pieces and parts. For an eraser. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing they're not going to hold up to the uh, yeah. rubbing out. I was going to say, how uh, how well could that hold up to anything? Well, we will well, build it. one more week. An Easter exclusive for next week. Oh, snap. Oh, I did see that Star Wars that they put out. It was just a little ship. Oh, I didn't see that one. Lego one? Yeah. I said you probably want the Lucy. Sure. I'll trade you for Black Widow. Natasha. You got Hawkeye. That's yours. You got Hawkeye and Loki. Or, uh, Hawkeye and Black Widow. That makes sense. Man, there are some tiny ass pieces. Looks pretty neat. I tell you, Captain America? I, th I think what the big hit, yeah. Captain America? Last week was the uh, tiny. Oh, the tiny toys are just so cool. I'm going yeah. back for more of those. I think those are worth finding. Oh, everybody's so. going first. Um, anything particular for Comic Con you're after, Brian? Oh yeah, Comic Con. No, I just you know Mulligan Prince, but he's yeah. not going to be there. He's yeah. not going to be there. At Mulligan on Instagram, <laughs> breaking the hearts over here. Wow, why wouldn't he be there? He's busy with another con. So that that's a bummer. Uh, I'd like to see him. I, I mean, I like picking up you know, the oddball art piece. Yeah, I've got to... i got to say that's one thing that I enjoy the most about Comic-Con is that uh, we get different artists who have yeah, I like new the, stuff. I like meeting the, the different artists and their takes on some things. And I've got a kind of eclectic Star Wars art collection going from just different artists. 
that have put out their own, you know, you know, ideas and stuff. I, I really enjoy finding that. Um, not looking for any particular comic per se. Definitely no Funkos. I'm boycotting Funko. Why is that? I don't know. Because apparently they have enough money for everyone else. Yeah, so, <laughs> somehow they beat out Mighty Mugs. <laughs> yeah, I, I, so yeah. I don't know. It's just always a, an adventure, so to speak. Right. Cool, cool. All right, well, uh, let's see. Oh, there's a hand. Someone walks into the bar. A character played by one of the guests featured at Indiana Comic Con this year. The character or the guest? A character that the guest portrays. So we're going to sit down with the character. With either voice or real-time acting. Ted, who are you sitting down with? Dark Holiday. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. That's kind of hard because I'm a big Doris fan, like really big Doris fan. And Val Kilmer did play Jim Morrison in the Oliver Stone movie. And... He slayed that role. Yeah, I mean, it would be hard, but... It would be between those two. But it would still be about Val Kilmer role? I think so, yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. I and, and Although, you know, Wesley from Princess Bride kind of sneaks yeah. in there. You know, it would be kind of fun to... So he's still coming? Yeah, <laughs> he is. Yeah, he's so the only one that's still there. Um, but I, I'm leaning more towards either Doc Holliday or Jim Morrison. I yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty obvious if you look around a section of Asgard Studios, so... <laughs> yeah. Brian? Brendan? Brian? Brendan? Uh, I... I mean, you know, going back to the Saint would be cool, but I don't think that's, like, much of a cool character to sit down and talk to. Yeah, you don't even know his real name. Right. Yeah. So... Doc Holliday definitely got some wheels. Hey, Wesley... You got I mean, you got to think. We have Uhura from Star Trek coming. The original. Yeah. You have Wesley coming. You have Charlie Cox, Stardust, Daredevil, yeah. Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, looking good. Yeah, Kari Pate. <laughs> you have Austin St. John, original Red Power Ranger. I got two shits about that. No All right. care for no well, you that. paid for a lot I, of people I'm to surprised you're not picking uh, Uhura. Uhura. Well, you know, I've hung out with her before, so... Oh, have yeah. you? Yeah, just uh, yeah. go and hang out with her in the coast. For the he has on first-name basis. Yeah, Michelle. B and you. You're so full of shit. If it was her in her heyday... So if we're talking You're sitting around with the character portrayed. Oh, not okay. her. Then we're going with her. Okay. Uh, in, in her heyday. You're a bastard. Come on, you would too. Yeah. All right, our, uh, what about you, Brian? Uh, I'm sitting down with Cyborg from Teen Titans. <laughs> that that show got me into that whole series and got me really interested in the different characters. And Cyborg was definitely one of my favorites when I initially watched that episode. And now look at him; he's a member of the Justice League. So all grows up. All grows up. So yeah, I definitely sit down and have a drink with him. Not King Ezekiel. No. I definitely don't want to try to erase anything with that, but those are pretty cool. This is pretty loosey-goosey. She can do it. Oh, yeah. They will <laughs> totally explode. All right. Closing question, then. Kind of related, but actually to the real-life person that is in town. 
who are you most excited to see? Or who are you putting down the money to go see, I guess? I think Brad, or Ted, I think uh, I'm going to do uh, Charlie Cox. I'm going to get something autographed. i got a pop to get autographed by him. And then Val Kilmer, I'm, I'm debating if I want to do the autograph or the picture. I don't know if I want to do both. Especially picture will be cheaper. Especially if it's 80 bucks. Yeah. I mean, because I think it would be fun if I could actually get them to take the picture of us, like, twirling the cups together. Right. That would be, and, and I don't, I got to think, not too many people are going to ask him to do that. No. So no. he might be a little, you know, remember. You would like to, like, have an impact on him for the day. Cause, you well, know, you know, well, you know, that's, that's what I'm after when movie stars meet me. Those two have some sort of impact on their lives. <laughs> yeah. When they're going to be like, oh, Indianapolis. Well, you know, it's just, that's you be sitting there all day long. Or, hey, or, hey, yeah. I, I knew Batman sucked too, but yeah, here we are. Well, you know, I Well, that's why you show them your green underwear. Right. Like, I've had this experience, and we've talked about it on the podcast, where Daniel Cudmore commented on my draws, and, uh, I tried to have that like with both with the hound with and, both and and Cal Drago, Rory and is. both of them were kind of like, yeah, I don't really give a fuck. Get out of my face. Yeah, Thanks well, for they your were both bucks. both fucking hungover. Well, and I get it, but Jesus, and they both. I mean, those dudes' hands yeah. are ginormous. Yeah. They're both big dudes. I yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at. Uh, th- those two for sure. I I I'm kind of struggling with Carrie always just because. He's just been like Robin Hood in tights yeah. and Princess Bride. But I think I'll be happy if we go see his panel. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of panels I want to see. So. Yeah, he would be a good panel for that sure. That would be a fun one. But, uh, as I think far if I as... got that Nooligan print from Princess Bride, no. I would have that sign. Yeah, yeah, good call. But for sure, Charlie Cox and Val Kilmer as it stands right now. Okay. So, what about you, Brendan? Yeah, I'm Charlie Cox all the way. I because I have loved that dude in a bunch of shit that he's in. Everything I've seen him in, I've enjoyed. Yeah, because he was in. Uh, he played the Irish hitman in Boardwalk Empire. Mm-hmm. Who, spoiler alert, ended up in a fucking box. <laughs> I was like, he wasn't the half face guy, was it? No, okay. that dude was my favorite character though. Uh, and then he was in Stardust, which was a Neil Gaiman adaptation, which was really really good. Uh, and obviously we have our Daredevil, and so I've got my lawyered up Matt Murdock pop that I can't wait for him to sign. Nice. Um, and then, I mean, as much as it pains me to pay that much, uh, I will go see Kari Payton, because uh, he he has been one of my favorite voice actors within the past 10 years. Well, are you going to get the Cyborg pop? or? Uh, uh, we're going to find out. I have, because I, I bought, when I worked at Hot Topic back in the day, uh, I was able to get a bobblehead of his on like clearance, clearance with my discount, and so I think I, I think I've got it somewhere at the house. I just got to dig it out. So I might be signing that. But yeah, definitely something. Yeah, I think I changed my mind on who I'm drinking with. Okay. Iceman. <laughs> Runs Come on. Good. There you go. But yeah, uh, Brian, you uh, are you throwing down there? Cause you haven't, have you? What? Did you go? When we had like Carrie and Ian and Ray Carter. I'm not stood. Oh no, I went to the that. I went to those. Uh, to the. Uh, the panels. Panels, yeah. Right, but you haven't like stood in line no. at Comic Con for an autograph. I have not. Anybody Mostly because I think I've been one day or or two day and generally just didn't have the time to stand in line. And plus, a lot of the people that they did have, I already had their autographs. Right. 
So I wasn't overly concerned about that. So it's about, because this will be the first one that I'm with Ted's Ted. actually I want to go, go in with Ted with the, our little cups and try to get a picture or video with Val Forlund. And, yeah, yeah. And uh, maybe Ted and I can trade off each other so we we'll both do it with him. And, and uh, I wouldn't mind. And then Michelle Nichols, I think I'd like to. I can't wait to see her panel. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and that's the thing this year. I think there's a lot of panels that I want to go to. Yeah. So, and I think doing anything else is just kind of a bonus. Like, I'm trying to think. I don't know if I've actually stood in line for an autograph. For you haven't. Like, this would be your guys. Like, you stood in line with me and, like, right. Praise I Jesus just, got pictures, but. Yeah, when you could do that, but. And, yeah, I just, I don't know. Now, depending on the line, that could very well change my mind. Well, yeah, but I'm wondering I, if they're going to do it different this year, or if they're going to do it in shifts. Well, they just released the signing schedules. Right, but they had that issue with Carrie Fisher, where people who paid for autographs didn't get autographs, Ooh. and people who paid for photos didn't get photos because she was well, she was dipping out, and right, doing things, throwing sprinkles on people. So, I think we're definitely excited for Comic Con this year. I and I do have to say that each year it's kind of grown. And yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. They're doing a bigger, better job each year. Yep. So it's definitely my favorite weekend of the year. That's for sure. I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week with uh, episode 24. Uh, as always, you can find us on Facebook. Just look up stuff at NerdSpeak. And uh, Twitter and Instagram, Brendan, what's that? We are at NerdSpeak underscore. And if you ever have any uh, ideas or anything you wish for us to discuss or use for our versus questions for the week, you can use the hashtag NerdVersus. That's N-E-R-D-V-S. I'll be able to check that out. We uh, we posed a question this week about uh, Batgirl being, or uh, Joss Whedon deciding to helm the Batgirl film. Yeah, we'll probably dig into that so, next week. Yeah, I figured if we had a little bit more time. Um, but we posed the question, you know, who do you want to see on there? Yeah. And so we had a couple of interesting, interesting responses. One... Uh, Emma Stone would be one of my favorite choices because I'd like to see her bulk up a little bit. Uh, but a buddy of mine that I work with at Black Market, Pierce, uh, suggested Karen Gillan. Like, she's a little older than what I would want to see, uh, but would still love to see her in sure. anything. Mm. Uh, but yeah, if you have any other additions that you think would be a good choice for her, go ahead and hit us up with that or... And, Brian, if uh, people just love what we're doing and they just want to shower us with money, where can they do that? You'd want to go to patreon.com forward slash nerdspeak. And from there, you can search us out and uh, make monthly contributions to help uh, fund our little endeavor. And we are always on iTunes. Just search us up by nerdspeak. We need to get uh, some reviews, um, yeah, good or bad. Star rating know. or a written review. Mostly good would be fine. <laughs> we'll take we'll take anything, but we'll, we appreciate the good. And uh, the website, if you want to see some of the trailers and look at pictures and stuff like that that we're putting out there, you can do that at nerdspeak.one. That is nerdspeak.one. And uh, I think that'll do it for this week. All right. Goodbye, Nerd Nation. E to the L to the E. I hope everybody has a good week. We'll talk. Smoking is bad for me, but anyway, I don't think that TV was joking when it taught me this, but anyway, the news.
Mentality. It's my life he's trying to save. I don't know 